When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Welcome in to V2V Explorers Podcast. Happy Friday, everybody. It's me, it's a girl. Dr. Mackie P. Dr. Mackie P. Okay, okay. I'm to switch it up a little bit tonight. It's a checkup. It's a and checkup. It's, my nurse. <laughs> it's your nurse. It's That's my crazy. nurse. Yeah, you can't say I'm my your RA. nurse. It makes okay, it sound like nurse. I, yeah, nurse. it makes you sound like you're like in an old folks' home and I'm taking care of you. <laughs> This is my nurse. This is my nurse, John DePaz. <laughs> well, why'd you turn Southern all of a sudden? You <laughs> get old? That's my default. That's the only accent I feel like I can successfully pull off. <laughs> hey, it is uh, your country. It oh, makes sense. It you guys, up. it is the most Friday of all Fridays. Like, I am like brain dead. Matt I don't showed know up what? 30 seconds before the show started. Yeah, I just rushed <laughs> in here and sat down and we started the show. So I'm a little bit um scattered. She doesn't even know what we're talking about today. No, I have no idea. We're just going to free ball it. Um, <laughs> <but> not- <laughs> I, I tried to get that out of your of your vernacular before the show, and it just... he did. Shane tried it I don't hardest. think there's anything wrong with saying free ball in it. The bosses aren't here, and we're just like everything has come off. It? No, that's not what free balling means. <laughs> it's not what free balling means. We'll talk about that when we get to our manscape read. Um. All right. We'll wait. Um. Arizona armchair is already yelling at us because we're talking about the Arizona Diamondbacks. Wait, you just have to wait, you know? Like, it's like we're sensationally teasing the show so people yeah. come watch uh, it. Are, are you new to the internet? Like, we kind of, <laughs> it's kind of how we do things around here. We, we pull you in and then we have really educated, calm conversations once you're here. You'll have to stick around. We won't disappoint you, Arizona <laughs> armchair sports, I promise. Yeah, I don't know. Today is just a Friday, most Fridays. I don't know how you guys are feeling in the chat. Um, I just feel like it's a Friday and it's warm outside i have no motivation i'm just like you know it's friday i yeah. just kind of want to chill but here we are i'm talking to you all instead and i'm very happy about it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> all right before we get into the show i want to give a shout out to our friends at four peaks i kind of feel like i need a four peaks right now yeah like a got, hazy honestly, ip would slap it's got it's got it's a four peaks friday it's got yeah. that kind of vibe i need a beer stat like <laughs> in my hand as we speak i don't know if we have any in the fridge but i would no, love max one. has been out of town so our, our beer our beer stock has been kind of thinning sad very sad he comes back on sunday we'll get restocked okay that's that's happy news yeah i'm excited about that um i need some four peaks in my life but four peaks is also doing something awesome the kids are home for the summer so let's thank our teachers every year four peaks donates school supplies to teachers around the valley and this year they are giving away 11 one thousand dollar cash grants and one lucky teacher will get a teacher lounge renovation provided by four peaks if you want to thank a teacher go to four peaks teachers.org and complete their form to enter their chance to win nominations are due june 30th so 14 days teacher tuesdays are also back at the 8th street pub every tuesday through july bring a valid teacher id and receive four dollar pints of kilt lifter wow hazy and hop not check out four peaks brew and at four peaks pub on instagram to keep up the latest at arizona's hometown brewery you must be 21 years or older to drink four peaks responsibly so uh sean i almost called you saul 
<laughs> I'm all over the place. Crazy. Sean. Crazy. That was racially motivated. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> I thought, that's what I thought. I sorry, knew you were sorry, say sorry. That. I was just free balling. <laughs> yeah, he was free balling. Uh, On Juneteenth weekend of all we, weekends. Oh my God. That's crazy. Toe tree? Toe tree? We had this toe tree's favorite holiday on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> we had mountain mics this week. We did. Shout out mountain mics. Uh, pulled through on Tuesday. Um, it's the best. I mean, it's the best day of the week when they come through with the free mountain mics, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they're, they're, it's hardly even pizza though. Like it's mountain mics is a different experience. They load it up with the toppings, the pepperonis. Their wings are amazing. Mm-hmm. The salad. Amazing. I still haven't gotten out to their their lunch buffet. I bet I, I bet I could have because I can't eat pizza right now because I got my wisdom teeth out yeah. earlier this week. I bet I could have blended up the pizza and it still would have been fantastic. Yeah, I probably mm. drink just some of the, the marinara. They got that shit. Why, go crazy. Yeah, Why not? Um, but shout out Mount Mike's. Real talk. Yeah, their pizza is amazing. Um, they got locations all over the valley, Mesa, Chandler, and down in Tucson. Then like I said, I got a lunch buffet, and I haven't been to a good buffet in a minute, so I'm gonna need to get my way out there. Um, so again, thank you for the food. Head over to MountainMikesPizza.com or to either Mesa Chandler or Tucson locations uh, to pick up a pizza. Um, and reminder, new diehards get fifty uh, get a fifty dollar voucher upon signing up. Woo. So, the, I mean, the, the a lot of diehard pizza. diehard basically pays for itself. Absolutely. All right. Well, we got a lot to talk about today. A lot of Suns, a lot of Diamondbacks. But before we get into either of those. There is some relevant-ish Arizona hmm. Cardinals news that I feel is worth talking about. Obviously, Buda Baker, uh, mandatory minicamp yep. happened this week. We weren't sure what was going to happen with Buda Baker. He did show up. He was there. He was mm-hmm. in the building. I don't think he participated in anything. <laughs> um, he kind of was just there to avoid any fines. Apparently, for... apparently his shoes were off most of the time. Too. Oh, oh the plumber. dogs were out. Mm-hmm. The dogs were barking. The dogs big, were barking. Big plumber energy. Like it. Um, he was just there to basically avoid getting any fines for missing the mandatory part of the mandatory minicamp, but he didn't do anything. Um, according to him, he's kind of still working things out with the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. We haven't had any update on his contract situation, but he was in the building. Are we happy about him being in the building? Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. Um, I mean, they're, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, this, this situation that happened before, guys aren't there, and that's obviously a much worse situation. Like it shows that he's actually committed to trying to work something out with the Cardinals, um, and that there is still like a somewhat amicable relationship there. Yeah. Um, and so obviously, you would rather him be out there participating and being able to kind of be the leader that we know he is um, on the field. Yes. But him being there, just his, his presence in the building is. Uh, it's a welcomed one, I'm sure. Yeah, I obviously would feel a little bit better if he had his dogs and some cleats and some <laughs> equipment on and he was like out there like practicing. Yeah, I mean, safe, yeah. <laughs> doing some football things. Yeah, but doing that football. I understand you got to get your bag. You got to do what you got to do to make sure you're getting paid. And I think you can you can tell me if I'm crazy. But I think that if I were the Arizona Cardinals, I would give him what he's asking for because the Arizona Cardinals are obviously in rebuild mode yeah. or try to stop the dam from breaking until Kyler comes back mode and then figure it out from there. Either way, it's not like they're in the best of situations right now. Yeah. And if you take away the on-field talent that Buda Baker has and you just look at him as a human being and a leader and the type of person that he is and the intangibles that he provides to this organization, 
that alone to me mm-hmm. is worth giving Buda Baker what he wants because especially in a rebuilding it, team. That's, yeah. yeah, especially in a rebuilding <laughs> team. You need guys that Buda Baker are gonna come in the locker room, be positive, that you know that they're gonna be the hardest working person on the field. Mm-hmm. And that's what Buda Baker is. Buda Baker is the first one in, last one out, the hardest working person probably on that entire roster. And when you're in a rebuild, you need someone that's going to be a good attitude that you can rely on to make sure that he's doing what he can to be a good teammate, lifting the spirits. And I just think that alone and the value he provides is worth giving Buda Baker what he's asking for because you don't really have a lot of those guys on the roster. Yeah, no. Yeah. And I mean, the one guy that you hope is a leader on the offensive side is hurt. And then, I mean, I guess you got Zach Ertz, who was coming back from an injury, but um yeah, no, you need you definitely need leadership like this on uh, a, such a young team. That's I mean, you look at the D-Bass, that's why they sign a guy like Evan Longoria. Just, and obviously, the difference between those two is that Buda Baker, like Ryan's saying, is quite possibly still the best safety in the league. So, like, uh, you talk about him being worth it just based on the intangibles he provides, but also, as a football player, he makes your team, he makes your defense significantly better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's hard to not say that he's, he's not worth what he's asking and even if he wasn't the leadership part of it like you were talking about i think in with the situation the team is makes him worth whatever he's asking Um, yeah so yeah i think i'm with you you kind of just do what he asks give him the money he wants yeah i mean especially too when you consider like your qb1 is on record as not being like the most outspoken yeah i'm gonna take the reins and like this is my, you know, like he's not like a vocal, like boisterous mm-hmm. type of guy. And, you know, that's his vibe and that's whatever. But you have someone like Buda Baker that is. And so I feel like you almost need him to not like overcompensate, but I guess fill the gap that maybe your QB1 normally would have in an organization, but just like isn't that type of person and doesn't want to take on that type of role. So to me, I would just write him a blank check. I'd be like, Buda, what do you want? Yeah. Here you go. Like I, that's a no brainer for me. And also, I don't know if the Cardinals are aware of this, but we all saw the uh, report that came out about your facilities hmm. and your trainers and your lunches and whatever else that the <laughs> NFL players gave uh, responses to. And they were ranked super low. So it's not like they're spending a bunch of money on other yeah. things. <laughs> like, come on, Michael Bidwell. Like, let's open up the checkbook. Let's give Buda Baker what he wants. Like, let's have someone who obviously means a lot to the fans to the culture of this organization to the leadership to the other players and just let's have him stay <laughs> yeah yeah i uh and i mean also it's a franchise that's trying to change kind of the image it has kind of like you're mentioning losing your star player to, in a situation like this does not do anything to help that like yeah if, if you're able to keep a guy like that in the organization it, i think kind of singles to everybody else that that you're at least trying to do the right things and move the organization in the right direction um and so there's like a, there's just so many reasons to kind of like you said open up the checkbook and, and give buddha what he wants both on the field off the field uh in the locker room all of it yeah so fingers crossed we have a resolution to this issue at some point in the near future like i said we all i think would be happier with him being here yeah so hopefully the bed bulls are on the same page as the rest of us yeah Another guy whose status we're a little bit unsure about, uh, CP3, Mm. point God. Obviously, we all know how we've gotten to this point um, with the Suns releasing CP3 earlier this month in June, Mm -hmm. right? It happened in June? Yeah. I don't know what day of the week it is. I don't even know what day it is. 
he, they released <laughs> CP3 earlier in the offseason, and um, they're obviously saving $15 million in cap by doing that. Mm-hmm. However, the latest update is an interesting development. CP3 is on record talking with Cam Cox over at uh, 12 Sports, saying that he absolutely, quote, absolutely, absolutely wants to say, I don't want to be anywhere else. You never heard me come in and say, I don't want to be here. You know what I mean? But I understand the business of this league, the dynamics and whatnot. So we'll see. This is the first time we've heard from CP3 regarding mm-hmm. the situation post being released by the team. Um, and he said he really like absolutely wants to be here. It wasn't like, a, well, kind of, it would be nice to stay. It was like, absolutely, I want to be here. How do you feel about the situation knowing that like CP3 is like bought in? Like, does it soften you a little bit to his situation? Yeah, I mean, I was I always once this became the option, right? Like waving him and then re-signing him, saving that that cap space. Like, I yeah, I was always on the, the page that I think Chris Paul would be still like a valuable member of this organization of this yeah. roster. Um, obviously, either there's more you have to do to the roster, but as far as just Chris Paul is concerned, like yeah, but I I've always been uh, on board with him coming back. Like I think that makes the most sense. Um. So yeah, yeah. I, I this doesn't really change much for me, to be quite honest. It's nice to know that he's here and he still has kind of a a positive opinion of the organization. But yeah, um, yeah. I still have kind of always wanted him here. Yeah, uh, Chris in the comments bringing up something that I absolutely agree with. She said, "I'm more excited about CP's brain on the bench than I than his body on the court." I 1,000 percent agree. I definitely see the value that Chris Paul provides to a team through his um, cerebral side of Mm -hmm. the sport of basketball. He is just a really great brain when it comes to the sport. And he's just so methodical and the way that he can read offenses and defenses, it's just like really cool to watch um, in real time. So I definitely think that he has a veteran experience that is very valuable to a team but I just like uh, I uh, I don't really know if I want him to be my starting point guard. Yeah, I'm not sure I want him to be the starting point guard, but I also don't know if that's uh, I mean Ryan kind of referencing it like the only way I see CP3 back is if he's on less money with a lesser role on the team. Yeah, yeah. and he obviously is going to take less money. That there's no point. In, you're not going to cut him and pay him the same amount. Right. Um. But uh, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Is he he is clearly past his prime, and I don't know that he is in a spot where he really can be the starting point guard on a championship winning team. Um, So hopefully he understands that and would be willing to take a little bit lesser of a role. Yeah. Um, And if that's the case, then yeah, I certainly, I certainly want him back. If, if the option is between him being the starting point guard and him not being on the team, that's a little bit of a different conversation, but I don't necessarily think that's a conversation we're having. Yeah, absolutely. I, and then that's what it, what I think it comes down to is, is Chris Paul going to be okay with taking a lesser role on the team and also making less money? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, there are some other basketball teams out there that are not in win now mode that maybe he could go play for and start for that are just, you know, not really in like even the playoff conversation, mm-hmm. but you know, would he rather go there and be the starting point guard there? Or would he rather stay here and take a lesser role and take less money as well? Obviously, I think that's the decision that we're all waiting on to find out because I think that's the only choice I think he really has at this point. I think Matt Ishbia has proven through his actions in both acquiring Kevin Durant, being very decisive about Monty Williams, 
that he wants to win a championship. Yeah. And I just don't think Chris Paul's timeline fits in with Matt Ishbia's timeline. And as much of a bummer as that is, because, you know, for all intents and purposes, he's a great guy, a great person, a great leader. Um, you know, his teammates think highly of him. He's valuable in the locker room. I don't think it's worth keeping him around if he's not willing to take a lesser role and also yeah. less money. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah, Which is kind of crazy because when you think about it, the posters that were like outside of Footprint yeah. Center when we got KD, it was like KD, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. And it's like, oh my God, this is so great. Like we weren't even thinking about this being a possibility because yeah. we just hadn't hit that point yet of like, oh, do we even want Chris Paul to be here? Because he was just Life like- comes at you fast. <laughs> Life does come at you fast. Isn't it kind of crazy, though, how we kind of evolved, devolved to this situation? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, like, like I said, life comes at you fast. That's how the league ro ro works. Uh, if you're not winning championships, things change fast. And um, Suns aren't winning championships, so things got to change. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, publishing. I just wanted to make a joke really fast. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Can you imagine how pissed Chris Paul's daughter would be if he joined, like, the Pistons or something? Yeah, for real. Be like you, you, uh, you don't bully kids. You moved me to Detroit, and now I'm still gonna get bullied. Ugh. Would be, you rather get bullied in Phoenix or bullied? Yeah, well, that's in what I'm Detroit. saying. If you're gonna get bullied, at least get bullied where the weather's nice, <laughs> and the government's not question. stealing your money. <laughs> that's what the decision's gonna come down to. Would you rather get bullied in Phoenix or bullied in Detroit? <laughs> you don't even care about the actual like education part. He just cares about well, if where to get a better chance of his daughter getting bullied. If you're in Phoenix, then you. Then you have a chance to not get bullied after a year. If you're yeah. in Detroit, you're getting bullied for the rest of your life because yeah. you're not winning a championship. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think the door is fully closed on Chris Paul is basically what I'm trying to say. I think there is still opportunity for him to be on this roster and to provide value. I mean, look at what the vets on the Nuggets roster did this yeah. past season. Like, you know, they had three very prominent NBA journeyman vets that have been in this league for a while. And they also were just bench i mean to put it nicely they were mostly bench players that yeah. just kind of were there to provide that like leadership and that guidance and so not saying that that's not a valuable role by any means i'm not trying to diminish that but i think that's the type of role that cp3 was gonna is going to have to take on if he wants to be on this team yeah and so i do think there is a door for him to stay if they can work it out and make it make sense money wise and i kind of would love you know if we are in a championship now win mode like let's all you know not curse anything and knock on wood, but like next year, if the Suns are hosting the Larry O'Brien and CP3 is on the court, like I kind of love that for him. Yeah, and then yeah, his daughter won't get bullied anymore. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, Chris Paul is the kind is the kind of energy where like he, he would be the kind of guy who you know takes a back seat for a lot of the season, needs to step up in the playoffs, and then just does. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, if he were to take a lesser role, that would help with some of the injury problems he seems to always run into late in the season. Um, so maybe you even get. I'm not going to say a better Chris Paul, but in the as a far as the play Chris Paul. Oh yeah, as far as the playoffs are concerned, any Chris Paul is better than no Chris Paul. So in that sense, you would get a better Chris Paul. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I think if if he is willing to kind of make that sacrifice for the team, then it would work out for a lot of a lot of it work out for everybody. Yeah, I agree. Connor in the comments saying, or maybe not Connor, it was Ryan. I think it was Ryan saying that CP3 would make a hell of a head coach someday. Yeah. I definitely agree. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see like what happens with his career as he reaches retirement age and then does retire and then decides what he does uh, post his playing career. But I definitely think he'd make a great coach great. for sure. Uh, Wheel of Fantasy time. Suns win the chip 2024 20, or 2023-24. Yeah. Uh, 
CP3 retires, KY okay. gets hired as a, a head coach somewhere, I'll miss him, but then they, they hire CP3 as an assistant coach straight out of retiring. That'd be a vibe. I don't know if it would work, but it would be a vibe. Does that happen very often? No. I don't think, not, don't straight think out, not straight out of retirement. Jason <laughs> um, Kidd was pretty damn close. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um I mean, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be the most ridiculous thing, and it's not like you're you're doing that with like Swaggy P or something. Like Chris Paul has been a, a well-established leader Bro, in this league. Swaggy P as a head coach, kind of be a vibe. That would be a vibe for like a Swaggy P it, on it like would, as like the head coach of like the, Prime Warriors. No, it would have to be like the the, the Clippers, Clip, Grizzlies. <laughs> okay, it, it's a parade in Salt City. It's yeah. a parade in Salt City. <laughs> No, that's that's Bruce. Oh, that's Gilbert Arenas. I wonder too, though, like how much of Monty's departure has affected CP3 because CP3 came here because Monty was coaching here. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that was a. I mean, maybe not a hundred percent of the reason, but a huge part of the reason because CP3 and Monty had already. Oh, sorry, everyone on listening on headset, <laughs> <laughs> listening on headphones. CP3 and Monty had already had like a really great established relationship. Yeah. And, you know, CP3 was on record with so much respect for Monty as like a coach and a person. And I think he came here to play for Monty. Um, so I wonder how much like his departure has affected his decision making, if at all. Um, you know, maybe he wouldn't mind going to Detroit. Sorry well, to his hey, daughter. He, he better he better mind going to Detroit. <laughs> he better mind. Yeah, I would be a little sad if he picked Detroit over Phoenix. I feel like that's an easy choice in my <sighs> book, but who knows? Anything else you want to say on CP3? Nah, I hope he's in the Suns jersey next year. Uh, to be quite honest, I I would like I don't. It would just be weird to see him anywhere else at this point. Yeah, Rich in the comments saying the thing is stretching CP gets that twelve million dollar exemption. Can we pick a better player than CP for that for this season? I'm not sure who'd we get for that money. Yeah, I I I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of guys in the exception range. Um, yeah, the stretch would take away the the exception, but. Uh, I don't know. It's just you're you're gonna run into problems like this with I think like your Kelly Ubers of the world would be the the exception and I forget the other list of the names, but it's nobody that's gonna like be clearly better than Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And and then you have to worry about the the chemistry factor and all of the the kind of the intangibles with it changing the roster in that way too. So yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out sooner rather than later, hopefully, what's the future for Chris mm -hmm. Paul holds. I think there's a lot of questions that I have about the Suns team that I'm hoping to get answers soon, too. Answers soon, too. Answers yeah. too soon. Yeah, whatever. Um, I just, like, I'm, I'm more on board now with the Frank Vogel decision after seeing his um, assistant head coach hires. So I feel a little bit better about that. I... The, I, obviously the biggest question now is the roster and the depth and yeah. what they're going to do with the limited options they have because they're pretty much have no cap space and are going to hit the luxury tax. I really, I really want, I don't know. Like I'm just, I'm getting nervous. Like I think watching the nuggets have a championship parade in their city for the first time in organization history, just like really made me want it. Yeah. Like it kind of hurt yesterday, like watching that happen and thinking like, oh, we were so close to this. Like, we made it to the finals. We've been in the playoffs the last couple seasons. Like this sucks a little bit. And so I'm just like, I'm in, I want this to figure this out now. I want to have my answer so I can stop having anxiety about this. And I want a complete full team that has all the time in the world to get to know each other and work together. Katie and book can just like pop off and we can freaking win a championship. Finally. Like, I think it just kicked me into overdrive mode because I want that for the Suns 
so bad. All right, chat, here you go. Um, Can I interest you in Josh Richardson? (laughs) Uh, Can I interest you in Mason Plumley? No. Can I interest you in Torrey Craig? (laughs) Yes. Can I interest you in Seth Curry? Yes. Like, these are the type of guys you're (laughs) looking at instead of Chris Paul. Um, The only one that's really interesting to me is Karis LeVert because I'm a Karis LeVert fan, but. I don't know. That sounds like a personal thing. (laughs) I think you might be the only person. Oh, come on. He's a bucket getter. That's the only good thing to come out of Michigan since Trey Burke. Um, Trey Burke. Doc. Rich saying he'd rather have Chris than Kelly Oubre. Yeah. I I mean, I probably would too. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, but I just, I want the Suns to get it figured out and I want them to get it figured out quickly. And I want to feel very secure in the decisions that they're making because I want a freaking Larry O'Brien trophy in this city, and I want it now. Like, yeah. I want to be hammered on Third Avenue as the parade rolls by down to Footprint Center, like watching fire trucks with this team that we've been supporting for so long, and Devin Booker at the top of the fire truck, like, ho- like hoisting up the trophy. I just, like, oh, I want it so bad. And it's so, like, I just, I can't. I don't want to wait anymore. I've, yeah. I've reached my patience limit. Right there with you. I'm right there with you. I'd like to see it. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get some of those answers soon. Chris Paul's future included in that. But until then, I'm going to cure some of my anxiety about the Suns with some OGs because you might as well, right? Yeah. Is there any better way to chill out? No, absolutely not. And you're only a few days away from the new flavor dropping. Ooh. Pink lemonade. Pink lemonade. June 21st. Going to be a vibe. Pink Lemonade is coming just in time for summer, and Father's Day is also around the corner, and I don't know if my dad would personally like OG's gummies, but um, your dad might, and if he does, that's sick, because I wish my dad would like OG's, (laughs) but Father's Day is coming up, and getting a gift for dad can be a little difficult, so OG's is the perfect gift if your dad is, you know, cool like that. (laughs) I wish my dad was cool like that. Same. Um, they're also a perfect gift for anyone in your life if you ever need one. They have the best flavored THC gummies in the entire state of Arizona because they are made in the state of Arizona. But honestly, I would put them up with any gummy in the nation. In the globe. In the world. In the, in the world. We're going for Aliens don't have gummies like this. <laughs> um, we talked about the pink lemonade flavor dropping on June 21st. But if you don't want to wait for then, I recommend grabbing their strawberries and cream CBD to THC one-to-one happy balance gummy. It is my favorite thing that OG's has ever made. And they are just like a nice little chill out. Like, mm. you know, we need to chill a little bit. We need to de-stress. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I, mm, I cannot wait for this pink lemonade flavor because their flavors are so good. And pink lemonade is the perfect like summer flavor. And I, I just, I know it's just going to go crazy. Yeah, it's going to go crazy. It's seriously never been easier to cross Father's Day shopping off your list. Check out OG's online at OG'sBrands.com and on Instagram at OG'sBrands. You can also find our products at your local dispensary. You must be 21 years or older to purchase. Mm. All right. It's Arizona Armchair's favorite section of the show. <laughs> Diagnosing the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, they uh, they had themselves a tough little stretch there after winning game one of the four-game series against the Phillies. They proceeded to uh, play probably their worst game of the season. Um, and then uh, the next day, and then they, they went on to lose the, the next two games of the series. Losing the series to the Phillies. Um, it was... To be quite honest, like the worst uh, stretch of the season that the D-backs have had and the least amount of fun I've had with the D-backs. <laughs> vibes were low. Vibes were low. And so armchair, our, our Arizona armchair, whatever your name was, I'm sorry. Um, 
the question that we were asking in theory is, should you be concerned about the Arizona Diamondbacks? And my answer is no. Like, of course you shouldn't. They're still one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. The Phillies came in and they they were playing great baseball. They had just taken a series off the um, the Dodgers and the chat saying to blame me. And we'll get to that in a second. Um, but um, yeah, no, I mean, it was a tough it was a tough series, but I'm not worried about it. Yeah, it was definitely a little bit disappointing for that to watch that series because it was on the heels of Corbin Carroll winning NL Player of the Week mm. and um, the Diamondbacks being the best team in the National League record-wise. And we kind of just went from like a really high high to like an absolute stinker yeah. of a series against the Phillies, who are arguably a very good team in baseball. Would you agree? Yeah, well, that's the thing I was trying to... Like, they struggled at the beginning of the season, and I understand that. Um but they did the same thing last year. They were in the World Series last year. Yeah. Like, this is a very good team. Um, and we got their three best pitchers in the series. Like, uh, yeah, this was not by any means like an easy, an easy series, even for the best teams in baseball. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like we're p- hit pushing the panic button quite yet. Obviously, we know that the Phillies are a great baseball team. I just, I think it was a little bit disheartening. Like I mentioned, we were on such a high and then we put up such a stinker against the Phillies, but I was hoping that they would perform like a little bit better because I feel like series like this, like the series at home against the Braves, the series against the Phillies, like these are like big, like gut check series to see how we stack up against other teams in baseball. And so I just, I was hoping for more and obviously I didn't get more. I'm not saying I'm panicking or that they're terrible or they're bad, or this is a bad sign and that they're going to tank for the rest of the season. I'm not saying that at all. I just would have liked to seen a little bit more from them Mm -hmm. because we didn't, I mean, I didn't, okay. I shouldn't speak for everyone. I didn't think that we were going to be this good this early. Exactly. Now, like I I am shocked (laughs) a little bit. I don't think anybody did. And I think that's something that people have to remember. Like the reality is to say they were very likely overachieving up until this point, Um, which is not to say that again, I'm not trying to overreact to this one series, but I think this, this series showed some pretty big problems with this team. Like the the starting pitching needs to be addressed. It is not like everyone has struggled recently. Um, Zach Gallon on the mound tonight. Hopefully we get a little bit of a bounce back from him, but he has not been the Zach Gallon that we know and love the last couple of outings. Which also, okay, he's still 7-2 and two with yeah. a 3.09 ERA, yeah, exactly. 93 strikes outs, a 1.15 whip. So he's still pretty damn good. Still pretty damn good. Yeah, but, um, but yes, not the he's same. not been the absolute, like the best pitcher in the National League like we have been been expecting from him, right? So, um and, and let's be real about what this series was. It was by no means like obviously that that second game when they lost fifteen to three. That was a little bit of a throwaway game. Everything was bad. But outside of that, like it's not like they got embarrassed in these other games. They were very much in them. And in, in the 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 game on Wednesday, if it's not for uh, a really costly fielding mistake by Jake McCarthy, yeah, um, they they don't win the that game necessarily. Was- but they have a very good chance. And yeah, the defense made a couple of massive mistakes that cost them. Terrible. And uh, obviously Corbin had that one really bad um, play early in the series. Um, that also maybe didn't really cost them, but um, cost them a run. Uh, like they, they they had some uncharacteristic, uncharacteristically bad defensive mis- like miscues in this game, which I think if those don't happen and they're playing the defense that we expect from them, they win at least one of these, one more of these games, and they split the series. Yeah. Um, and then this, we're having a completely different conversation about that. So I'm by no means overreacting to them. I think, if anything, I'm hoping the series is a little bit of a wake up call that um, 
you know, you're not just going to be able to get off. You get through this this league on pure talent. Like you're gonna, things are gonna have to go right for you. You're gonna have to make your own luck in certain situations. Yeah. Um. And so hopefully that was a wake up call. They have a very manageable series this weekend. Yeah. Um. Against the the Guardians, and so I am in the AL Central. Yeah, I am by no means concerned about the Arizona Diamondbacks at this point. Yeah, me either. I definitely think though, if they're gonna learn a lesson of things that they have to clean up and like mistakes that are not acceptable. I'd rather them learn that now than yeah. later on in the season when it matters a little bit more. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it's, it's almost good that it all happened at once because there is yeah. no ignoring what happened this week against the Phillies. Yeah. It, like it was, Chris, the outfielders in the comments saying the outfields colliding was kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Like there were so many things that was just like, what are we doing? Yeah. A hundred percent. Like it was, there was, it was, I said it, it was, the, it was the most frustrating, the most frustrated I've been with this team this season. It, I was so tired of seeing the the Phillies. Bubble chain. Um well let me bubble real fast. <laughs> bubble bubble. <laughs> bubble bubble. Uh breaking news. Oh no. oh no. The Lakers oh no have oh no strong interest in signing Chris Paul off the guard is waved to stretch for the Suns. Of reported course. by the Athletic. Yeah. Officially. Of so. course. They do. Banana boat. Banana yeah. boat. LeBron always has interest in signing Chris Paul. The Athletic doesn't have anyone working for them anymore, so I don't really trust. <laughs> oh come on now. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, um, but it's also kind of true. Yeah, of course it would care. be the Lakers because why wouldn't it be the Lakers? Yeah, I mean, that means nothing to me. They, they, LeBron's always wants to sign Chris Paul. Yeah. If it's one of his friends, a free agent, he's going to want to sign him. Le GM so. is going to le GM. Like, I don't know what to tell you guys. Yeah. Like, he's just going to play GM until he retires, which is probably going to be never at I'm this rate. So, GM somewhere. I would hate that, though. I would hate that. If he was a GM? No. Oh, if he was a Lakers? Oh, yeah. I would hate that. That would suck. Then he would be an old, washed basketball player. And I would hate Which, it. like, I mean, the Lakers are basically a retirement home at this point. So I wouldn't. Although. I mean, it kind of uh, makes sense. From but... a pure basketball perspective, like the Lakers, like the, Chris Paul deserves a Lakers era. He got that robbed from him. Uh, no, he absolutely career. does not. He deserves a Lakers era. No, he doesn't. Era. Um, Bees is a big fan of the producer pop up. Me too. Bubble Shane's the best. Um, I would hate that though. I would absolutely hate seeing Chris Paul in a Lakers uniform. So let's yeah, not do that, please. It is breaking. Okay. It was just officially reported on. Okay. <laughs> Jovan Buha just broke it like it was breaking news. I'm just reading. Don't be so mean to me. Yeah. Okay. Back to the Diamondbacks. <laughs> um, the mistakes were bad and they yeah. weren't fun to watch. Um, everyone in the comments is absolutely right about um their opinions and their feelings with this team definitely not pressing the panic button and also they might not be the best team in the national league record wise anymore because that spot is currently occupied by the braves they are however the best team in the national league west and i for one petty princess petty perkins is coming out mm. will never ever ever in my life you could write this on my gravestone will ever get tired of seeing the Arizona Diamondbacks name on top of the Los Angeles Dodgers name. Yeah. It brings me so much joy. I don't care if whatever, whatever happens this season, like I, someone in the comments said this season is already a win because nobody expected this to happen. Yeah. I kind of agree. I was not expecting this to happen. Someone, I think Connor said the baby backs are growing up so fast. They are growing up very fast and it is kind of wild to watch them. I Like this season is a win, but yeah. If we can just stay in front of the Dodgers for as long as possible, because I know, I know someone in the Dodgers organization is irked that they're paying an ungodly amount of money to this roster. <laughs> the Diamondbacks are still in front of them with like 
an eighth of their yeah. um, salary. I, I know, mean, I know, it's probably not as big of a deal as I'm making out to be. Well, I am so petty, and I just I love seeing the Diamondbacks yeah, on top of the I Dodgers. I mean, it is a big deal that they are ahead of the Dodgers at this point. I don't We're care what the circumstances. Are. Like it, it is a massive deal. <laughs> Um, I will say, like, if we're being realistic about the Dodgers, they have some injuries they're dealing with. That, like, they're probably going to be a little bit better than they are <laughs> right now. But still, there's there's clear weaknesses with that team. This is not the same Dodgers necessarily that we know from when they were in the World Series every year. Yeah. Um, so, they're, yeah, no, this is – I don't think that by any means is, like, a mistake that they are competing with the Los Angeles Dodgers Yeah. at all. And, it, yeah, like, I agree with you. That is – so nice to see. Oh, my God. I literally like look. I This is super. I'm like exposing myself right now. This is so lame. I will go to my little Safari app on my phone, type in NL West standings like almost every day and just look and just make sure it's that my nice. eyes aren't deceiving me and being like, holy shit. It's like nice. it is June 16th in the year of our Lord and Savior 2023 and the Arizona Diamondbacks are better than the Los Angeles Dodgers. Like, oh my God, I love it so much. It makes me so happy. Um, and by no means, like I said, am I panicking about this team? Obviously, there are some things that need to be fixed. I think they will fix them. One thing that did come out of the series that I love to see and why I am forever, well, not forever, but I am still on the Tori Lovello should be the manager of this team train is when Corbin Carroll got plunked not once, but huh. twice. Um, Tori Lovello took his happy little butt right out to the umpire <laughs> and yelled at him and JT Real Muto and was like, please don't touch my possible NL rookie of the year player. We're past the rookie of the year thing at this point. NL like, MVP. I loved it. Yeah, no, it was awesome. He talked about it afterwards. You know, he said he knew he was like not even really in the right. Like they knew he knew he wasn't. They weren't throwing at him, but he was like, that's my that's my player. You can't hit him twice. Like, I got to say something about it. Yeah. And he said that he taught he turned to JT and Trey Turner. And was like, I would do the same exact thing for you if you were on my team, um, which is awesome. Like baller. I, it just I think feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> Tori is uh, with a young team with this kind of personality and stuff like that to have. A manager who's going to come out there and back his guys up no matter what. Like, that is what a team like this needs. Yeah. And that's why Tori is the manager of this team. Uh, yeah. Even though they have not been great in years past, like, he is the perfect kind of manager for this team. And I just, I love his energy. Yeah. It's awesome. Mike Hazen has taken all of his chips and put them all on Tori Lovello. And yeah. I'm so here for it because I think Mike Hazen has seen the value that Tori Lavello provides as just like a person mm -hmm. to be able to mentor and develop these players. I mean, he came up as a minor league coach. He was the coach of the <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo, Boston, yes. Buffalo, but whatever. Yep. And so obviously he's had hands-on experience with developing and working with young talent specifically. And so I just, I'm so happy that Mike Hazen hasn't punted on Tori Lavello yet where you know, there were there was a couple back to back seasons where people were like fire the manager. And I'm yeah. like, no, please don't do that. Um, so I'm really happy that Mike Hazen hasn't punted on Troy Lovello because I think he is the perfect coach for this team, like this specific team. Like, I think if you take Troy Lovello and you put him on a different team in Major League Baseball, I don't think it's going to work as well as it works here in Arizona. But you just like you don't want to mix up the chemistry and the magic sauce that's happening right now. And I think Mike Hazen saw it and he didn't punt on it. And I'm so glad he didn't punt on it because mm -hmm. I think he is the perfect manager for this team. 
And, um, you know, people are like, oh, like you're overreacting. Like anybody would have walked out there and yelled at someone who could hit their like their star player twice in a row. Like, yeah, sure. OK, maybe. But I just love the passion and the conviction that Tori had while sticking up for Corbin. Yeah. Every time he gets tossed, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> he with that ejection, he um, passed uh, Banny, the bench coach for career ejections. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god! I hope that they know that. And yeah, they oh, have he like... does because the okay. next day we were um, we were on the field before the game, and Josh Rojas went up to Danny and just he just told him he's like, "Oh, you hear that? That uh, Tory took your your record." Josh Rojas loves Tory getting ejected. Like he just kind of lives <laughs> for that. that, that. It's just a vibe. Um, so that, yeah, they're fully aware. There's a little bit of a, of a race now. Oh my god! Um, so maybe. Maybe Bannister's going to come out there and get himself ejected. I kind of want to print out like one of those, like, um, you know, when you were in kindergarten and you graduated and you got like those little certificates that had yeah. a star on it. It's like, you did it. <laughs> I want to print one out and be like most career ejections as a manager <laughs> and like give it to Tori so then he can show Banny and be like, Banny's look, <laughs> um, that's awesome. I love that. So, yeah, it was great to see Tori go out there and get fired up. And, you know, that just, again, reinforces my sentiment of Tori Lovello should be the manager for this team. And I'm glad that he is. Yeah. Um, Sean DePaz, I have oh, a question for you. What's up? The MLB trade deadline is quickly approaching. Yes, it is. Given the choice, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you to put your your GM hat on for oh, a second. Okay. okay. You are Mike Hazen. Yes. Everybody, that is Mike Hazen sitting over there. What would be your first target before the trade deadline? A reliever. I'm gonna give you an option. Reliever, okay. starting pitcher, or a power bat. Starting pitcher. It's not even a question. The bullpen really? has been good recently. Um, they were pretty decent in this Philly series, to be quite honest with you. It was the starting pitching that let them down. Um, and like, yeah, like I said earlier, the starting pitcher has just kind of struggled. Um, and the reality is, is that Zach Davies is not the third is not the third best player pitcher on any team that's winning a, a mm -hmm. World Series. That's just the reality mm -hmm. of it. Um, Nelson probably is not on in a rotation of a World Series team. Mm -mm. Uh, Tommy Henry is a questionable, maybe, um, on a World Series team, depending on which Tommy Henry you get. Like this, this the starting rotation is not a a winning rotation yeah. as it stands right now. Um, you can argue that their one two is the best in the National League, maybe in the entire league. Yeah, um, but I have like. Just having confidence in Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly, and also that they're not getting an ungodly amount of money that they haven't earned. Yeah. Love it. Sorry, keep yeah. going. No, 100%. Um, and so they, they, that's something they absolutely need to address. Address. Yeah. I, I'm not really concerned with the bullpen at this point. Scott McGuff has turned into an amazing reliever recently. Um, Chafin and Castro have struggled a little bit, but they got used a lot. Their last outings um, in this Philly series were amazing. Um, uh, the bullpen, just uh, Dre Jameson is an electric factory of a reliever. I absolutely yeah. love him coming out of the pen. He does uh -oh. not like coming out of the pen, but yeah, I but like him at, coming at out of the point, pen. At this point, Tori said recently that he, there's, they're past the point of ever returning him to a starter. Okay. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, but I, either way, I love him out of the pen. Um, Manta plies back. Like, the bullpen is not really an issue for me at this point. Um, I, I love... I, I just think they absolutely need to go after starting pitching. A power bat would be awesome, but it's not something that I necessarily think they need. That's not necessarily this team's identity. Like yeah. they they are, are odd get on base and wreak havoc on the base pass kind of team. Which is wild um, because yeah. last year's team was not that no, way yeah, at no, all. No, no. Like if last, you yeah. like okay, let's say like hypothetically, we're taking a time machine, or actually, I don't know, but we're <laughs> let's just say that we're in this position, but we're having opposite issues. So we're like kind of last year's team where they can't play. Yeah. 
the short ball. They can't get on base. Yeah, they can't the drive runs sucks. in. <laughs> if you would have asked me this question, but like, let's just say they're still competitive, power bat would have been my automatic answer. Yeah. Like yeah, they needed yeah, yeah. a power and bat I, I, desperately. A power bat is, I think, always kind of a sexy thing, right? Like yeah, people love home runs. Yeah. I mean, that's just the reality of it. But yeah. um, you don't win without starting pitching. Yes. Um, thank you. And, and it's a huge, a huge tryout potentially this weekend. Um, a lot of people saying Shane Bieber's name in the chat. He's pitching in this series against the D-Bats in Arizona. So my case, we'll get a good luck at him. Um, and the reports that you've heard of 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 uh, about um, Bieber recently is that his stock might be or his, his price might be dropping a little bit. So if he has a good outing, you know, maybe sooner than later you see that that move. But there's a, there's a, a ton of guys. Um, uh, the White Sox have Cease and Giolito. Oh my God, um, the White Sox need to yeah they need a fire sale. They, they, they oh my God that, fire sale that, White Sox. That team is so uh, so frustrating. As a, just a baseball so fan, I would love for the White Sox to be good. I love the White Sox, but. Yeah. yeah, not good there. Tim Anderson um, is probably one of my favorite players in the league. Yeah, I love Tim Anderson. Um, the other side of the city, though, Marcus Stroman, potentially. I love him. He's one of my favorite players in the entire league. Um, so there's Who's a, there's your a first, like, first pick? Like, who do you go for right my, now? Uh, Marcus Stroman, in my opinion. I think he's the best pitcher in the National League right is now. He, is he even close to being available? Uh, so his contract expires after this season, I believe. So in theory, he is. People think that he's going to sell. He doesn't want to leave. He's said publicly that he's tried. Him and his agent have tried to reach out to the Cubs to work on an extension, and the Cubs don't really have any interest in doing it right now, which makes it seem like the Cubs might have an interest in moving on from him. Mm. Um, if that's the case, I think an angry, uh, uh, just a pissed off Marcus Stroman might be the most dangerous man in the league. Um, so I would love him in that situation. Um, if not him, I mean. You know, if, if they can figure out a way to get their hands on punch out Poppy, don't yeah. see, so I'll take it. Um, but I think Marcus Stroman is my number one choice. I think Bieber is probably going to be the most cost effective choice, though, when it's all said and done, because like I said, yeah. reports are that his, his price is kind of falling. So now that we're at this point in the season and the Diamondbacks are most likely going to be buyers at the deadline, are you playoffs or bust at this point? Like if they don't make the playoffs, are you disappointed? Yeah, yeah. At this point, if they manage to, to, to shit the bed that bad and not make the playoffs at all, that's a failure. Yeah, I, I I don't think I mean maybe that's unfair because that wasn't necessarily the expectation coming into this season. Yeah. But coming into the season, I thought playoffs were definitely in the picture, um, and now they have shown that they are firmly in the picture. So again, they have put themselves in a position where if they managed to miss the playoffs, it's been a something's gone pretty wrong. Yeah. Like so, uh, obviously, you know things can change if they have like a massive injury bug or something like that. Knock on wood. Like oh and then, then it's not playoffs. <laughs> it's not playoffs or bust, right? Yeah. Uh, but. If all things stay the course and they are buyers at the deadline, they try and make moves and they do make moves, then yeah, absolutely. They need to make the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I also think the starting pitching is what you have to address absolutely first at the trade deadline. And I agree. I'm like, you know how you say like defense wins championships, like yeah. pitching wins championships yeah. in baseball, in my opinion. So um, as long as you make smart moves and you don't buy old ass starting pitching that's terrible <laughs> Mad bump. and overspend on them yeah i'm fine with that um but i think we've learned our lesson and we're not going to do that again oh my mike hazen i'm looking not. at you um but i definitely think you go after starting pitching before the or during the trade deadline first and that you make that your priority because they can't win far in the playoffs with just two really great starting pitchers they need help in their starting yeah. pitching rotation for sure 100%. um one other thing i wanted to mention and I think it might have been bees. I don't know. It was really far up on the on the comments. But he, someone mentioned he was watching the White Sox game the other day, and they were talking about the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, yeah, it was bees. <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> and um, he said he was floored. And I, 
I think I always talk about this when, you know, the Arizona teams are doing good and they're finally getting some national recognition. Like, I just love that we get to share this great team with other people and like other people are finally getting put on notice and taking notice about the Arizona Diamondbacks because I truly believe in my heart and soul. And I might be a little Delulu and I will uh, absolutely (laughs) admit that I am Delulu, but I don't think I'm Delulu about this. Like, I genuinely in my heart of hearts down to my core, believe that this team has been built for long-term success. Yeah. Like year after year, as long as nothing goes awry in terms of like blowing things up um, or overpaying and getting in messy contract situations. Like I really think this team is built for long-term sustained success. Five years at least of, you know, winning seasons on our, um, uh, in our future. So I'm just happy that people are finally taking notice because I am obsessed with the way that Mike Hazen has gone about building this team, building the farm system, making for the most part, 85% of the time, reasonable decisions when it comes to contracts and acquiring people and getting people here. Um, And, you know, it's been frustrating a little bit, like being a Diamondbacks fan, it's frustrating being an Arizona sports fan in general, but like, you know, time would go like off season after off season, trade deadline after trade deadline. Like you'd see all these big moves, all mm-hmm. these flashy things like um, part of it. DeGrom going here, Garrett Cole going here. And you're just like, oh my God, like the Diamondbacks are never in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I was snoozing through the trade deadline. I was snoozing through the MLB off season. Cause I'm like, the Diamondbacks are not anywhere ready to do any of this. Yeah. And I don't know if they even can't afford to. So now that we're a going to be a buyer, which uh, we haven't been a buyer in forever. B, we finally have long-term potential success built in this organization. Like this is great. Like it is yeah. a great time to be an Arizona Diamondbacks uh, fan. Yeah, and I just I want people say. to notice that. Like, yeah. I don't think people maybe fully appreciate that. Yeah, Am I crazy? I, I, I think people are starting to realize how cool this team is, but if you're not really in the team, you don't realize that I, this is kind of just the tip of the iceberg. Like, like you mentioned, they're set up for long, long-term success. Like, so the reality is, is that this team's shortstop of the future is not here yet. Um, like, there's so many people coming like through the system to be yeah, excited about. Like, there's still. people in the system still that are not here yet that are are are, are destined to be a, an important part of the team, and if not, a, a part of a very important trades. Um, so this team is not even close to to its what it, the the plan is for it to be. Yeah. Um, and that's what's most exciting about it. Like, and I think. Better for better or worse, the, the, this Philly series kind of put things back in perspective. Like they're overachieving right now; they're not even at the point to where this is the best this team is going to get. Yeah. Um, and so and we can be excited as all we want now, but like you said, the next couple of years, next few years, it's going to be an exciting time to be a Diamondbacks fan, barring some kind of massive mistake. Yeah, get on the train now. Get also, on the train now. Get out to the ballpark and support the Diamondbacks. Like True. I think it was the Arizona, like Arizona Central, Arizona Public, whatever. Like wrote an article about how. There's nobody at Diamondbacks games. Where are all the fans? The team's doing good. Like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, let's just shit on all of the really passionate, like, season fan, season ticket holders that are there gaming and gay at well, game I mean, out. The attendance isn't abysmal, but, like, also, there is kind of a point of, like, getting out and showing up and supporting your team because they, we've seen what happens when you don't support the team, Oakland yeah. Athletics. And, like, I mean, that's, that's a, a, little, that's a little different, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, get out and enjoy this team while you can like nothing is guaranteed in life and the success obviously is great like so wonderful after years of like honestly misery like we were the worst team in baseball what four seasons ago three seasons yeah. ago so like let's really enjoy this like let's get out there let's support the team like tickets are so cheap um and 
we're going to talk about tickets for a second, but I'm going to tease something because I don't want you all to go anywhere because we're going to we're going to go fast, I promise. But um, I'm going to come up with a hypothetical situation that I'm so excited. Like, oh, I just was spitballing this in my mind while we were sitting here. And I'm oh, honestly boy. so excited to share it oh, with no. you guys. Oh, it's God. super Delulu going back to my Delulu roots. But before I pitch you this idea, got to tell you guys about game time because they are the best ticketing app in the game they are great for procrastinators out there who wait to the last minute to get their tickets and i have an example of that because pd the legendary pd yes. from the phnx coyote show waited for the last minute to get blink 182 tickets while yeah. blink 182 was in phoenix and he got a screaming deal yeah he said he waited until five o'clock for a seven or seven thirty concert i believe so he really he procrastinated yeah, he waited he was, until the last second a little. <laughs> and uh he said he got himself a deal i don't remember exactly how much he said they were but he said he was watching them like for the couple of days leading up to it and he they were they were the cheapest they got um which or, is kind of crazy right the concert so obviously game time is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can get them for Diamondbacks tickets, Mercury tickets, Rattler tickets. Someone in the comments, I think Connor is saying that tickets to watch the Diamondbacks play the Rays are only $22 right now. I'm sure you could even get them cheaper on game time. That's kind of crazy. So yes, go out to the ballpark, like I was just saying, and support this team. Um, but if you are maybe wanting to go to a concert instead of a sporting event, like PD went to Blink-182, you can also get concert tickets. And um, Sean and I both picked a concert that is coming up in Arizona that we would both like to go to. Should we tell them which concert that we picked or should we let them guess who picked what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun game. Oh, look, we got a picture. Wait. Uh, oh, my God. Is this coming? Oh. Is this live? Is it happening? Oh, OK, hold on. We have we know there's a surprise coming. But um, oh, go. yeah. OK, here's PD and his son at the Blink-182 concert. So cute. I love that. Aw. A little father-son moment for Father's Day. Um, okay, so we picked some concerts coming up in Arizona, and we want you guys to guess who picked what. Yes. But here we go. We're going to pitch it to you right now. This is technically our game time game of the week, but it's really our game time concert of the week. Pink, the legendary Pink. I'm, like, so proud of her for still performing. Um, yeah. She's still going, Flying man. Flying through the air. On Flying through the air, on yeah. some acrobatic shit. Pyrotechnics, whatever. Um, she'll be here October 9th. And right now you can get tickets to the Pink concert for only $57. I mean, this woman has had a legendary career. She has. Um, kind of crazy that you can only get tickets for $57. And she has some bangers. She does, dude. Like Pink, hit after hit. Like 2010 Pink went crazy. She had pop music in a chokehold back in the day. Yeah, kind of wild. So that's one concert. And you guys in the comments tell us who picked this. Or your other option, Big, Big Time, Time Rush, Rush, baby. One of the greatest boyfriend. boy bands of all time. Uh, uh, uh. That's the only words I know that song. Um, um, I maybe, I, hey, do with this information what you will. I have seen Big Time Rush in Big Time Rush in concert before. You're kidding. I am being. You're joking. Dead ass. I saw them um, in a like a radio station concert. Um, they headlined it, um, featuring supporting acts Demi Lovato and Jason Derulo. Um, also saw all three of them in the same concert. Damn. So, do okay. with that information what you will. Um, kind of iconic. I think boy bands have really fallen off since the breakup of One Direction. And so whenever you get a chance to see a good boy band, you got to take it because, I mean, boy bands are iconic. Um, so you can either go to Pink, you can go to Big Time Rush. For anyone who was wondering, Sean picked Pink. Of course. My mom, <laughs> my mom. I mean, there's like five different concerts when we were looking through this. Like, I want to go see Drake. Yeah, Drake's uh, on Honestly, there. I'm not a country guy, but I would. I might go see Morgan Wallen. Um, I want to go see Big Time Rush too. Not gonna lie, uh, but yeah, Pink. My I grew up. My mom was listening to Pink all the time. Like I loved Pink growing up. Um, 
So I would 50, 57 bucks to see her in a stadium. Kind of crazy. I, absolutely. In a heartbeat. Kind of In wild. a heartbeat. Shout out Game Time. Shout out Game Time. Head on over to the Game Time app, create an account and use promo code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Um, so, yes, yeah, someone in the comments saying that uh, attendance is growing at the ballpark. Yeah, I agree. 100%. I have definitely seen more people showing up, which makes my, like, baseball-loving heart so happy. It I does. hope that is a trend that continues. My viewing experience, a little worse. <laughs> I got to wait in line a little longer for some of the food and stuff like that. I got to sit near more people. But it's a small price to pay for people recognizing that the Diamondbacks are the future of, of baseball. Yes, absolutely. And then, Shane, if you could scroll up just a little bit, um, there was a comment about the minor leagues, which I also wanted to bring up Um from keep going a little bit right there um zone in arizona said it shows how important it is as baseball fans to pay attention to and support the minor league teams yes. they give you a good idea of how your future looks reno has been telling us for years now i so happy you said this because i also think it's so important to get out and to support any minor league team that is in your area because minor league baseball is super important and it's hey, constantly overlooked um remember how i was talking about so the future drew jones is playing at the arizona complex league you can go see him play for free free he's the like what is you want to talk to drew jones yeah that's drew motherfucking jones you can see him for free right now <laughs> absolutely awesome the, that and the the summer league um yeah what's, what's it called the fall league the, the, fall fall league. League. the arizona fall league is a five i saw i saw julio when he was like yep. eight years old I saw Elie Cruz. Real? He wasn't eight. He was like yeah, he was yeah, probably yeah. 16, 17. Yeah. I saw Elie Cruz at foot, the Fall League. Yeah. Still six foot four. Yeah, okay. like yeah. you get to see the future of the league. So yeah, I, I that's a great that's a great point. Yeah, that's why one of the reasons why I love like I have such a soft spot for the Toronto Blue Jays because I got to see them in the minor leagues and they like now I see all them playing professional baseball. Yeah, you knew like you just yeah yeah. It's pay attention to minor league baseball. Baseball has never been better in Arizona, and I am well, thrilled. 2001, it was pretty good. Okay, I'll say well, that. I mean, like, as of now, <laughs> yeah, like, baseball has ever been better. I'm like, just being <laughs> an asshole. It's history. Okay, I know. Um, okay, so here's my Delulu situation, and then we'll wrap it up. Listen. Just oh, boy. Listen. Hear okay. me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay? <laughs> the Diamondbacks are pretty good, yes. right? They're a pretty good team. I don't know if they're going to be winning a World Series this year. Mm -hmm. Fair statement. Let's see. Yeah. You know who else is definitely not winning a World Series this year? Barring a crazy wild comeback. The Oakland Athletics. The St. Louis Cardinals. Okay, that's, yeah. I mean, could it get, the, that was such an open-ended question. There's They're like, only eight games back. Yeah, I, I, yeah okay. But, uh, I, I, but I, it's not going well. Oh, like, oh boy. Okay, wait, 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 I know where this is going. I know where this is going. They're not selling. No, sh wait, okay. wait, wait, yeah. wait. No, 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 go. I'm going. I'm going to go with you. Go, 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 go off. St. Louis Cardinals fans are in shambles They are. They want to sell the team. They are in shambles. They are calling for everybody's head in the yeah. front office the manager the gm the freaking owner at this point like they, they don't know shambles. what failure looks like yeah like they are and honestly i think they are vastly underperforming for the talent that is on their roster and i'm kind of living for the fact that they're in shambles right now mm -hmm. like it kind of makes me happy yes they're only eight games back but i don't think it's trending really well like i think it's kind of trending down Anything yeah, can haven't. change. You know, obviously, we've seen what happens. The Phillies were a terrible team for the mm -hmm. first half of the year. They came back and they won the freaking World Series. Maybe I know. Right. Okay, guys, I'm very realistic about the situation, but they are a little bit in shambles right now, and I'm kind of living for it. Let's just say, okay, I, yeah, the shambles continue. Yeah. Like they are just in shambles yeah. for like maybe one more, two more seasons. Like we pray to the baseball gods that they just can't get this figured out. They, they fire their GM, they fire their head coach. It takes them a bit. 
they like are maybe like in like, oh my God, we have to retool, we kind of rebuild. The Arizona Diamondbacks, they stay on their upward trajectory. Yeah. Uh-huh. In one season, two seasons, maybe the St. Louis Cardinals are sellers. And the one, the only, Paul Goldschmidt is available to acquire just in time for the Arizona Diamondbacks to make a World Series run. <gasps> I mean, who, I, who, why not? Like, I would love it. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I don't know why the Chris timelines Chris are Chris timelining. Chris goalie back. I would take goalie back in a heartbeat. <laughs> Everybody in the chat saying they would rather have Nolan Arenado. I agree, but that's not as fun as having Paul Goldschmidt back in an Arizona Cardinals. Why not jersey. both? I mean, yeah, poor Kano 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 But <laughs> you said Arizona Cardinals. That would be crazy. Whoa, um, that would be crazy. Poor Kano 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 because yeah. the Cardinals are in shambles. Right they now. are again, like Shane was saying, that entire division is in shambles. They still very good chance. They're like fifteen games under five hundred. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The Cardinals, 15 games under 500. That's what I'm saying, you guys. I think they're 27 and 42. They are I mean, panicking right now. Like the entire state of Missouri is on fire because the <laughs> St. Louis Cardinals are not doing state. well. And the state of Missouri yeah. 27 already hates and 42. me. Like it is not going well in the Cardinals nation right now. Like everyone is very upset. So let's just be Delulu together for two seconds, okay? And let's just say they're sellers. And the timelines are timelining and everything matches up and the Arizona Diamondbacks are on an upper trajectory and on the path to winning World Series and the, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals are tanking and on a path to a fire sale. And it just so happens that they want to sell Goldie just in time <laughs> Gilbert, for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I love, I love Gilbert saying reigning NL MVP, Gold, Paul Goldschmidt is a little washed. Um, <laughs> I mean, a couple of years, he probably will be a little less good as he is now. Um, but still, just for the vibes, it would be dope. You guys, if you know my history and you know where I'm born and raised, like, you know, my previous baseball affiliation, which shall not be named because I am no longer a fan of that team because I will not support them until they get a new owner. Nothing in this world would make my little baseball heart more happy than seeing Paul Goldschmidt, who I got to work with as an intern for the Arizona Diamondbacks the last season he was a Diamondback and Nolan Arenado in a Diamondbacks uniform, winning a World Series together. Like, I think I would pass away at that point. Like, I would die. I would fully die. And I know I'm being crazy, and I'm not being delusional. And the chances of this happening are, like, not that great. But... It'd be pretty dope if it happened. I would die. I would die. Just, like, having Goldie back on this roster in time Goldie for Goldie in a Serpientis jersey? Just in time for them to win a World Series, and Paul Goldschmidt wins a World Series with the Arizona Diamondbacks. If this happens, does his number retire with the Arizona Diamondbacks? Ooh. Do the Diamondbacks retire Paul Goldschmidt Ooh. if they get him back in time to win a World Series? And he Ooh. does. I mean, if he has himself a year or, like, a playoff, maybe? I don't know. That'd be, that'd be fun. That'd, that'd be that would cool. be so much fun. <laughs> I know I'm being delusional, guys. I'm sorry. I just had to go there because I am a frequenter on Twitter. If you don't know, it's kind of my job. And I'm just reveling in the absolute meltdown that St. Louis Cardinals fans are having. And it just makes my heart happy. So I just had to be Delulu. Thank you for indulging me. I really appreciate it. Um, who knows? You know, maybe I planted the seed and I'll start manifesting and it'll come true. Hey, who knows? <laughs> Crazier things have happened. Um, all right. Before we get out, I might be Delulu. Manscaping. Oh boy, it's not the Lulu. It is not the Lulu. Um, do you want to do this, or do you want me to do this? I can. I'll spare you. Okay. Unless you, unless you want to do it. Should we should we let the chat decide? <laughs> Sean should do it. Mac might be the Lulu, but I am hungry. So got you. Um, <laughs> Producer Shane's got to eat. Well, maybe I can take away your appetite by talking about smooth balls. <laughs> um, because baseball is back. You know, transition. Ev- <laughs> everyone wants to to hit a home run, but 
You can't do it when you're on Trim Bush. It's starting to look like the look like Wrigley Field. You know, I got that all that ivy out in the outfield. Um, get your game on point with Manscaped, and you can start scoring on and off the field with their top-notch grooming products, trusted by eight million men worldwide. That's more than seven. Um, grab some Cracker Jacks, a hot dog, and a lawnmower 4.0, and let's play ball. Don't forget to use code PHNX for twenty percent off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. Uh, you know they got their lawnmower 4.0. The performance, the performance package 4.0 has got everything you need to take care of your balls, take care of your, all the hairs. You know, just shave. Just keep yourself clean. Just manscape. Just know? manscape. Um, trim your bat and balls with Manscaped to get into MVP discussion this season. Shout out Corbin Carroll. I bet he uses Manscaped. I, I bet. I'm not saying for sure, but maybe he does. Um, MVP, of course, with the code. You can be MVP, of course, with the code PHNX for 20% off. And free shipping at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. Just free ball it while you're at it. Um, all right. <laughs> Shane's going to eat, so I'm going to wrap this up quickly and land the plane. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast and being Delulu with me and Sean. We appreciate you all so much. I hope you have a wonderful, safe weekend. You guys are a fam. You're the best. We love you so much. And we'll see you next Friday at 1230. Have a great weekend, everyone. And always stay Delulu. Bye.